Shout out to Tia Mayhem and Tanya Venom of Stormstress for providing the incredible intro music for this podcast. Hello and welcome to It's Just a Ghost. I am your host, Mary Jensen, and my co-host, Perry Jones, um, couldn't make it today. He actually has a really bad case of poison ivy, so therefore we will not be doing the episode that I had promised for this week which was the vampires of Rhode Island, including Mercy Brown, when we did our investigation at the cemeteries of two um, Rhode Island vampires. Uh, So hopefully we will be getting to those next week. You know, prayers that Perry is feeling better by then. So for this week, I decided to read three of my paranormal stories that I wrote. Two of them are fiction, and one I consider nonfiction. These are different than my experiences I had talked about before in, in the haunted house that I grew up in and everything, which all of that, of course, was absolutely true. Um, but I have some interesting stories coming up for you today. And the first one is called The Sand. And that, of course, is by me, Mary Jensen. I hope you enjoy these stories. I believe if you have at least one good friend in your life, you are lucky. A friend that you can talk to about anything and trust with all you have. I feel blessed to have a friend like that. Tina and I have been friends since middle school. We drifted apart for a few years during college, but reconnected on MySpace. Yes, MySpace, not Facebook, but same idea. We met for drinks, and the friendship picked up right where it left off. We were both extremely busy with work and family. You know how it is. We talked on the phone and got together for lunch a few times a year, but we always made it a point to do a long girls' weekend every summer in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. For the last 20 years, we have done this. Then last fall, Tina was killed in a car accident. She was hit by an oncoming vehicle when the driver fell asleep at the wheel. Needless to say, I was devastated. I felt like my world was caving in on me. My anxiety was off the charts, and I couldn't breathe. The months passed, but I couldn't seem to get back in the swing of things. It seemed nothing in life would ever be the same again. The next summer, my sister suggested I go on the trip as therapy. She even offered to go with me. I wasn't sure I was ready for that. I told her I would think about it. And then a few nights later, I had a dream. It was so vivid and left me feeling both overwhelmingly happy as well as so, so sad. I didn't remember much about the dream. I just knew how it made me feel. And I knew I had to go on that trip. I told my sister I decided to take the long weekend at the Cape after all. Again, she offered to go with me. I knew this was something I needed to do on my own. But I thanked her and made the necessary plans to leave the following Friday. Tina and I had a standing reservation at a condo on a quiet section of beach in Truro. 
For some reason, I couldn't bring myself to cancel it. I guess maybe some part of me knew I would be going this summer. I don't know. I left early and managed to avoid most of the traffic. I unpacked as soon as I arrived, cracked open a bottle of wine, and sat on the little deck overlooking the ocean. I missed Tina as I reminisced about the good times and laughs we shared on our weekend getaways. The next morning, I headed down to the beach. I set up my chair and looked out at the waves. I watched as two young children made sandcastles in the sand. Soon, I felt myself starting to doze off. I reclined my beach chair and let myself drift. I never really deep sleep at the beach. I'm always aware of the sounds around me. And suddenly, I felt sand hit me in the shins. Thinking the breeze had blown some sand my way, I didn't bother to open my eyes. A few minutes later, I felt it again and sat up. It actually wasn't breezy at all. It was still that day. Then I remembered something Tina and I had talked about more than once on this very beach. We were both fairly susceptible to the paranormal, me more than her, but we both had had our share of paranormal experiences. I stared down at my feet for several seconds. I didn't move a muscle. Then it happened. Sand flung itself on my feet and ankles. There was no one else anywhere near me, and there was no breeze at all. I smiled as I remember Tina and I talking about when one of us died, how, if it was at all possible, how would we let the other one know we were still around? Tina was there with me on our annual weekend. I began to relax for the first time since Tina's accident. This one is Road Trip Ghost. This is a paranormal nonfiction dream that I had. And so this one is by me, Mary Jensen. This story is a dream I had, so I am considering it nonfiction. Although the story itself is not real, the dream was real. My friend Kathy and I decided we wanted to drive across the country and visit all the places we have always wanted to see. We were both retired. We had the time and the money, so why not? It just so happened my best friend's son was selling his mid-size RV. That was a sign we needed and we purchased it. I don't remember where we headed first or if that was even made known in the dream. I just know we were driving. And come to think of it, I don't know who was driving. It wasn't either of us, but we didn't have anyone else with us either. Oh well, you know how dreams can be. That part really isn't important anyway. So Kathy and I were sitting there, and all of a sudden we heard a woman from the back of the camper say something. We stopped talking and listened, and we heard the woman again. We couldn't tell what she was saying, but we definitely heard a woman talking in the back of the camper. Now, in this dream, I was me. The me I am in real life. The host and paranormal investigator of a paranormal podcast called It's Just a Ghost. The podcast where you are now listening to this crazy dream I had only last night. I immediately went into investigation mode. 
I must have been planning on visiting some haunted locations along the way because I had all my equipment with me. I turned on my audio recorder and began asking questions as I made my way to the back of the camper. Kathy was also intrigued and followed. Hello, is someone here? What is your name? I asked. Although we both had heard a woman's voice just a few moments ago, the rest of the investigation went as it does in real life, at least as far as the audio. In real life, my co-ghost Perry and I never hear anything during the investigations. It is after, when we play the audio back, that we hear spirits trying to communicate with us. Please give me some sort of sign you are here, I said. Right away, we see the recliner start rocking. Did you see that? I asked Kathy. She couldn't answer, but I could tell by her wide eyes staring at the chair that she did. I grabbed my GoPro and strapped it on my head. Cupboards began opening and closing, and the recliner literally moved back a couple of feet, like someone was dragging it. I was so excited. I had never seen spirits actually move anything in real life, even when I asked for a sign. I got orbs and things like that during investigations, but never anything moving. I explained to the spirit that I can't hear anything from them in person, but that later, when I play the audio back, I would be able to hear what she was trying to tell us. Do you need help trying to cross over? I asked. And then I woke up. Not in real life, though. I woke up in my dream, but I was still in a dream. I'm not sure I have ever been in a dream within a dream before. I remember thinking what a great dream I had. I told Kathy about it and she listened and thought it was cool too, but that it was just that, a dream, because she didn't know anything about any of it except for what I told her. So at that point, I'm thinking I am awake in my real life. I had no idea that I was still dreaming until I actually did wake up this morning and remember it all, the dream and the dream within a dream. Still in the dream, but out of the dream within the dream, Perry and I went on an investigation to a haunted cemetery. I used the same audio recorder and GoPro camera and recorder that I had used in my dream, as well as other equipment. Later, when I got home, I downloaded everything to my laptop and began listening to the audio. Not only did I have EVP, electronic voice phenomenon, which is spirits really trying to communicate from the cemetery, but also I heard the woman spirit from the camper. I couldn't believe it. She answered my questions. Like with the EVPs, I would have to do some work trying to decipher what is being said I didn't have time for that right then. I opened the files from the GoPro I had downloaded. Sure enough, there was footage of the rocking chair in the camper along with the cupboards opening and closing, as well as everything else the spirit did in my dream within a dream. Remember, all this time I'm thinking I'm awake in real life, totally unaware I'm still dreaming. Because of this, I was in awe. How could it be? Kathy didn't know about any of this, and I only knew it as a dream. I immediately got into my car and drove to Michael's house. That was my friend's son. This all had to be real. 
It couldn't have been a dream at all. How could I possibly have EVPs in video footage that was captured in a dream? When Michael came to the door, I said, Why didn't you tell me you were selling me a haunted camper? He just grinned. I told him all about the spirit in the camper, and he agreed that it was a really cool dream. Then I explained to him how I downloaded the files from a haunted cemetery investigation, and the footage and EVPs from the camper were there as well. That is really amazing, but it all had to be a dream, he said. How? I have the proof on camera and audio, I replied. Well, here is the thing, he said. I never sold you a camper. I have never even owned anything like that. So there is a dream I had last night. Or I should say the dream and dream within a dream I had last night. Oh shit, I should go check my equipment. Imagine if I really do have EVPs and video footage from the camper. What would that make it? A dream within a dream within a dream. Or maybe it was all really true. Or maybe I'm just a spirit in the camper. This is getting really freaky. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this one and that I didn't confuse you too much. Runaway Stroller, another paranormal fiction piece by me, Mary Jensen. I was at the park with my dog a few weeks ago. We had just walked a couple of miles and decided to take a break and sat on a bench. I tied Buster's leash to the bench and he laid at my feet. I gave him some water in one of those collapsible dog bowls and he drank happily. In front of me was swings, a merry-go-round and a slide for the kids. The park was busy but not overly crowded that day, so there were only a few kids playing. A short time later, a woman walked up with a little girl in a stroller. I watched as she clipped the wheel lock on with her foot. She then lifted the child out and set her on the ground. Mother and daughter walked hand in hand to the swings. Now, the swings were the furthest away, and the woman had her back to me as she began pushing the child on the swing. On the next bench over, a woman sat reading a book, and on the bench on the other side of me sat a couple chatting away. Occasionally, a jogger would pass by. A few people had blankets down and were picnicking nearby. I was the only one that seemed to notice the stroller began to roll away. The stroller I had seen the woman put the brake on when she parked it a few minutes before. It began rolling slowly at first. I wasn't even sure it was moving at all. And then it went a little faster. I looked around and no one else was paying attention, involved in their own activities. The stroller picked up speed all of a sudden. Now, that thing was moving right along. It had been parked on a flat surface, but now was just starting down a slight decline ahead. I got up and ran to catch the stroller. And as I was approaching it, it suddenly just disappeared. It, it was just gone. It vanished into thin air. I stopped and slowly turned around. Still, no one else seemed to notice what had just happened. Baffled, I walked back to the bench and sat down. The stroller was parked right in front of me where the woman had left it. Thank you for listening to these stories. I hope you enjoyed them. And 
As always, please email us your paranormal experiences to It's Just a Ghost Podcast at Yahoo.com and we will read them on an upcoming episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please follow and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can help us grow and get our name out there by telling your friends about us, and we would be thrilled if you would leave us five stars. This helps people find us out there in the sea of podcasts. It's all free, so why not, right? You can follow us on Facebook at It's Just a Ghost Podcast, and on Twitter at It's Just a Ghost 2. That's the number two. And also on Instagram at It's Just a Ghost Podcast. Remember, ghosts are people too. Until next time.